While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I'm Heather and I'd like to think I'm a cool girl. You're very cool. <laughs> I'm joined <laughs> by my business partner and codependent enabler. <laughs> Dre. Welcome. It's Dre. my proudest title. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, are you a cool girl? I'm a cool girl. You're a cool girl. We are going to discuss the concept of the ever polarizing cool girl phenomenon. This is something that um was introduced kind of to the public in mm-hmm. a very very articulate uh, monologue in the book Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn. And this was a bestseller that became a movie. It was so good. Yeah, great The movie. book and the movie were both really good. Really, really good. Um, we The reason this came up is because, well, Dre and I, you know, basically talk constantly every day, all day, yeah. <laughs> and about anything and everything, and we were discussing kind of um, the Me Too movement and kind of the progressive strides that we personally have made in terms of like feminism and self-awareness as business owners and um, business partners, and then watching kind of feminism have this really pivotal time, I would yeah, think, recently. Yeah, definitely. It's, a, it's been a, I don't, I don't know if I'd call it a rebirth. But kind of, yeah, you know, like it's back in the spotlight. I feel like there was kind of the feminism back in the 70s, yeah. you know, and like it was the feminist mystique and, you know, all of those books that became really like part of the, you know, women and women first bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> all the things that Simone de Beauvoir would have dreamed of. Yes. You know? Yeah. And but now it's really back in the in the spotlight because of Me Too. Yeah. So. And the reason we feel like Me Too the reason we want what we're going to define today in the podcast is we want to talk about the cool girl. Does the cool girl really exist? And is the concept of cool girl ultimately feminist or misogynist? And we're going to read the passage from the book, but we're going to, and then we're just going to like lay it out. But the reason this all came up is because we feel like the Me Too movement in many ways is abolishing the concept of cool girl, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. act like a, you know, like even if I am a cool girl in the moment, you're still accountable for your crappy behavior right yeah and bad behavior will ultimately have consequences well and it's allowing cool girls to put their feet down yeah you know and say oh maybe I don't want to be a cool girl maybe I'm cool but not that cool yep I have my limits that kind of phrase that Dre and I sometimes say there is some crap we won't eat yes but we Dre always says the real word I say the shit (laughs) there's some shit I won't eat um but we'll eat a lot of shit yeah (laughs) And, like, we're going to try really hard to still keep it light and funny, but this is, like, a little bit more of a heavy topic than we've tackled before. So I'm actually super excited about it. Yeah, because this is the kind of stuff that gives us the, the goosies. Yes. You know? We love this. I have a I have a six-pack from laughing, is what I call it, like, whenever we hang out together. But I feel like we talk about really serious stuff, and people yeah. just don't know that side of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, mostly my life is very dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I use humor as a cover. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read you guys the um, kind of a paraphrase of this passage from the book, um, 
Gone Girl, okay? So men always say that as a defining compliment, don't they? She's a cool girl. Being the cool girl means I am hot. I am a hot, brilliant, funny woman who adores football, poker, dirty jokes, and burping, who plays video games, drinks cheap beer, is sexually adventurous, and jams hot dogs and hamburgers into her mouth while somehow maintaining a size two, because cool girls are above all hot. Hot and understanding. Cool, cool girls never get angry. They only smile in a chagrined, loving manner and let their men do whatever they want. Go ahead. Shit on me. I don't mind. I'm the cool girl. So, First I of mean, all, I mean, even you, I've read this a hundred times. And even having you read that right now. Look at, look. I know. I know. It's, there's something in, in me that it triggers. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about this. So if, if sometimes it sounds like we're getting off topic, it's because... We are just, we're in this. Yes. We're really invested in it. <laughs> um, and it's probably different for everyone, but if you felt yourself having a kind of visceral reaction to that, like, for me, it's really blended. It's a feeling of, like, well, this sounds bad, so I don't want to be bad, but, like, I also desperately want to be a cool girl. Yeah. Well, let me read the next little passage because I think she just articulated this really well. And this is the crux of why this has, the cool girl phenomenon has been so polarizing. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So here's the next little passage. Um, Men actually think this girl exists. I want to grab these poor guys by his lapels or messenger bags and say, the girl doesn't really love chili dogs that much. No one loves chili dogs that much. Except for maybe you, Heather. I love chili dogs. <laughs> I know you do. I really do. But do you genuinely like them? Or are you trying or do you like them because it impresses men? I actually genuinely like a good chili dog, but if I started dating a guy that I liked and he hated chili dogs, like, yeah, they'd be the first thing to go. Yeah, right? I mean, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm I'm still getting my chili dog. Like I would never order a chili dog ever again. But if like all he, if he rolled his eyes once, it was like, yeah, chili dogs are disgusting. But on and on the flip side, aren't there things that you've done or like ingested that you that you normally wouldn't like? Because I'm just thinking of a time ingested. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. All the time, <laughs> absolutely, with relish, pretending it's like delicious. Yeah, and like. But, like, I remember I went through, like, a weird dating hipsters phase. And so, like, you know, if you date a hipster, you have to love whiskey and, like, craft beer, which I actually do like beer, but, like, I d- I'm not a whiskey person. But I cannot tell you how many shots of Crown Royal I drank and pretended, like, I loved it. During your hipster phase? During my hipster phase. It was not fun for me. And that's the crux of being a cool girl, right, is that you adapt to whatever man you're dating and you pretend to love every single thing he loves and you never complain about it. But you don't you don't like have to become passionate about it. You can do what Gillian Flynn says, the chagrined, oh boys will be boys, yes, Roll, yeah. you know, like patronizing okay, pat on the back, yeah. like you go do you and I'll just be home waiting to have sex. You know, right. whenever you're <laughs> right. <laughs> when you return from the spoils of fly fishing or golf or whatever it is. I'm supportive. I love you. What you are passionate about, I am passionate about. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't even matter anyway because I'm cool. Right. I'll never complain and I'll take whatever you throw at me. 
No, totally. And she even elaborates a little bit more on that exact idea. So she says, and the cool girls are even more pathetic. They're not even pretending to be the woman they want to be. They're pretending to be the woman a man wants them to be. Oh, and if you're not a cool girl, you better believe he wants the cool girl. It may be a slightly different version. Maybe he's a vegetarian. So cool girl loves hummus and is great with dogs. Or maybe he's a hipster artist. So cool girl is a tattooed, bespectacled nerd who loves comics. There are variations to the window dressing, but believe me, he wants a cool girl who is basically the girl who likes every single thing he likes and doesn't ever complain. I mean... Of course he wants cool girl. Who wouldn't? (laughs) That sounds great. Like, imagine being completely authentically without any societal context who you were born to be. Like, loving those things. And, like, how about you're born to be about 40 pounds overweight? (laughs) You know? How about you? How about that's so comfortable? That, you know, this inner fat girl, like, that you just want to hug and just give a, yeah, and, like, give a bag of Doritos. Uh, Yeah, or Oreos. Both, probably. (laughs) And, but we know, ultimately, like, a lot of who we try to become as women is defined by men slash society yeah and the expectation to show up that way yeah because are there girls out there who love chili dogs yes yeah. you know and they're like one present of my best friends from college loves whiskey you know and like that's not to say that you know women don't love whiskey but i don't and i faked it you yeah know? and like what i mean is it possible to be in a relationship without any pretense that's really a question that, like, we would love to answer. Like, yeah. is it possible to be in a relationship without any pretense? Is it possible to be in a relationship without changing? Yeah, and, like, I, I wonder if this is why, you know, there are a lot of people that just seek out people that are that have the same interests, that, because then they can be authentic. But what if you're an opposites attract person, you know, or what if, you know? What if you get married at 21? Yeah. And And your interests have barely been exposed, you know, to, like, your localized community. Right. And the same seven friends you've had since you were 17. You know what I mean? Right. And what if you're an evolving, changing human being? Oh, wait. We all are. Wait. Wait. (laughs) Trick question. (laughs) This is the issue. Is like, you know, a lot of times the person that we are when we get into a relationship or when we get married or whatever that is... It, we change. People change and evolve, and their interests change, their life circumstances change, and either a couple is able to roll through that, or there's friction, or you have to fake it, or it, or you're you know you die alone and dead inside. You know, yeah, like that there's an yeah, that's an option as well. <laughs> well, I think that in the beginning stages of a relationship, we are so enamored and in love and in that honeymoon phase that we actually do like everything they like yeah, like passionately like some guy introduces you to like the world of com- like comic-con like things that you would previously have just thought were for freaks and geeks and he's mm-hmm. passionate about it, and you love him guess what it is a totally new thing to me yes. it is it is you know infinitely interesting all of a sudden but there is a there is a difference i believe between being a cool girl and faking it and being open to to trying new things and learning about and being supportive, you know, to your partner, to the person you're dating or whatever. Um, 
Don't you think? Because there are a lot of things that I do that like wouldn't be my first choice, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to be supportive. I'm going to try it and like, you know, whatever. But I also am going to be honest about the fact that I going camping is probably not my very first choice. Yeah. Not first choice, but you're going to do but it. You're going to be all that's in. That's important to him. Yeah. And you're going to show up. Yeah. And so what is the balance then is like finding someone that like honors not what's only is important to them, but is also what is important to you? Yeah, I think so. Because both people should be able to be authentic and be their their most authentic true selves, right? That's right. the ideal. But the paradigm of marriage implies that a woman's passions, interests are secondary, if not irrelevant. Absolutely, especially to in our culture. the husband. Yeah, yeah. And even more so, I mean, like, I think that's what our moms have taught us. That's what our culture teaches us. It's, it's what society teaches us is that, like, if you're lucky enough to find a guy that even, like, will allow you the parameters of cool girl, like, a lot of guys don't want a, you know, fun-loving, beer-drinking, burping, sure. chili dog-eating, laughs-at-the-dirty-jokes partner. They want someone that just lets them be exactly who they want to be, doesn't ask a lot of questions, doesn't put a lot of pressure on, but is eternally hot, eternally patient, and takes whatever shit they throw at them. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, there's that saying, like, a, a lady in the streets, a freak in the sheets. That's the ideal, yeah. right? Angel in the kitchen, whore in the bedroom. Yep. You know, like, yep. all these ideals. But, like, why are there no... What is the ideal for men? What is the, like, correlating concept of the cool girl... For men. I mean, I don't think there is one because there, well, there is, but it's like a very negative, it's like, oh, his balls are in her purse. That yeah. kind of thing. Lap dog. Yeah, like. It's the lap dog boyfriend. She like, wears the I, pants. He's but, pussy whipped. Yeah, totally. But that is such a, listen to how that, I mean, pussy whipped. That's a Pussy whipped is a horrible, pejorative term. Versus cool girl. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be a cool girl? Like, so if you're a guy who allows your partner or yeah. wife or whatever to follow her passions and you with relish follow those passions as well, then you're pussy whipped yeah. and your balls are in her purse yep. and she Very wears negative. the pants. Mm-hmm. But if you're a girl who does that, you're the cool you're girl. Cool. You're the ideal girl. Like yeah. she's the best. You could probably like sleep around and she wouldn't even care. Right. Like she'd be hurt and stuff, but like she wouldn't yell at you. She'd just like cry she's herself to, like, to sleep. Yeah, no, no. She's cool. Yeah. She's cool. She gets it. She gets yeah. it. You know? And like ultimately we all want to be cool. We all want to get it. And we do get it. Yes. We do get it. But does that mean we get to be shit on? That I would like to say no, but Unfortunately, the two go hand in hand. Well, any time that you subjugate what you ultimately want for what someone else wants, it's what we call, you know, just like generically a sacrifice. But so somehow we saw that like, oh, if we're always sacrificing, then we're like always the martyr. You know, we're always the victim. But if we pretend to love it, then we get to not only like make the man that all we care about in our lives, you know, to be happy. He's always happy because he never has to, like, extend himself right. <laughs> beyond what is comfortable or happy for him. Mm-hmm. And then and we get to pretend we like it so we don't have to feel like crap ourselves. Yeah. So we delude ourselves way before our partners or husbands ask, ask, you know, ask us to, like, pretend. 
We yeah. do it for them. We do it for them. We do no, it for them. No, it's never a conversation or never, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's implied. It's implied. <laughs> it's implied. It's implied. Yeah. So, like, is there a male, um, is there a male corollary for cool girl? Lap dog. Lap dog. Yeah. And it's negative. And it's so negative. what do we, like, if we say, oh, you got the ultimate guy, what would, how would we describe the ultimate guy? We wouldn't. There's no, no box. For, yeah. We'd maybe say good looking, yeah. but like good looking. Oh, I love that he's bald. I love that he's short. I love that he's got a dad bod. You know, we have even like. We've glorified, glorified dad, dad bod. bod. We have mocked mom jeans and made dad bod and dilf like yeah. a porn category. And like, I love a good dilf. I, I mean, I, come on. Genuinely, I And you know why? Because you're a cool girl. I'm a cool girl. Because you know what? If I showed you. Magic Mike versus Dilf, and so they both treat you the same. <laughs> There's no douchebag qualities attached to either of them. Of course. Why wouldn't you take Magic Mike? Yeah, true. But we would never say that out loud because that is uncool. Yeah. We have to love men no matter what they come, what f- shape or form. Of yes. course. I love mustaches. I love beer bellies. I love dad bods. Like, they don't give us that latitude. No. You don't hear that very often. Of like, I, I love a good fupa. <laughs> You know when I love a woman that's like obviously given birth to like two or three kids, maybe even a multiple, like twins, you know, just like that skin that just shows that they've really like, you know, walked the walk. It's there is it is um, it is an unbalanced concept. Absolutely. I know. And I mean, I I definitely want to like draw that line between because I do think that there are women that like chili dogs i think there are women that like football yeah i, I love football that are sexually adventurous but i'm saying a cool girl is a girl that fakes it for a specific man yeah and so then i go back to that question can you be in a relationship without pretense i mean i don't know listeners dear listeners yeah can you be in that's the question and like you can but not if you're dating a guy or married to a guy who wants cool girl. Yep. You can absolutely, like, dig your heels in and say, I don't do, you know, like, I like what I like. I don't accommodate. I don't compromise. But then you're not dating a guy that wants cool girl. You're dating the guy that loves a bitch. Yeah. There's two categories, right? Why men love bitches. And I've had, like, my, you know, married or in relationship friends say, Heather, you need to read the book, Why Men Love Bitches. And I'm like... If I read why, that, that will help you? why that'll help me snag a guy, Yikes. like yeah. trap him, trick him into liking me? Because guess what, I'm not a bitch. Yeah, I'm more of a cool girl. Yeah, and that is, and the problem is, like, I'm so invested in the cool girl phenomenon that, like, I have tried a thousand different things and learned to love a thousand different things because I loved the man that loved them. But don't you think that this can extend beyond romantic relationships as well? Like, you know, in a are you a cool boss or like a boss boss? Or, yeah. Are you a cool mom or a regular mom? Yeah. And I, I definitely think that like it just comes down to do do I allow myself to get shit on by the people I am in a relationship with, regardless of what that relationship's basis is yeah well when we were talking about like can is it possible to be in a relationship without pretense I immediately thought of our business relationship because I don't feel like there is any pretense but like somehow if you say to me 
listen to this artist, like you will love him. Like I'm all in, you know, I'm going to listen. I'm going to love it because of like the history and respect and like kind of mutual admiration we have for each other. Like I'm going to be passionate about what you're passionate. Like when you texted me that you had clicked with MGK and I said, it's a 4th of July miracle. Yes. Yes, that was yes, for yes. me the a moment of okay. absolute symbiotic passion, you know, for a business <laughs> partner and friend because I knew that Dre she's just not like super into hardcore explicit rap. Weird, I know. Weird, weird. <laughs> Why? But I am, and I've been working on her because there's a couple songs that to me are you know, resonate in my soul, like yeah. deeply. Yeah. And I didn't feel, um, I like really wanted to share that with you. Like, I know you hate hardcore explicit <laughs> white boy rap, but I love it. And these boys like are my soulmates. So, you know, I send her the song, I introduce it, I talk about it. And she's like in her lane, you know, allows me the liberty to pursue whatever interests I have. Sure. But then when it does click for her and she does love it, I know... She's not faking it. She's not trying to be cool for me. And it was like a complete connection. Yeah. And that's, but that's the difference though, Heather, is because I really did like the song. Yeah. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't have texted you and said that I liked the song. You know what I mean? I would have just like listened to it and been like, what? Okay, whatever, you know. But like I added it to my playlist and I was super excited. But did you do that because you're a cool girl? Or did you do that because. So you I love me. No, you know I, what I mean. I like, or is it, it? I added it to the playlist because I love you. Okay, but I liked it because I liked it because of who you were born to be. Yeah, and if I didn't like it, I probably would have like kept it on the playlist for a little while, and then I would have been like, yeah, I'm not vibing with it. And I said, you know? if I said, can we please go to Machine Gun Kelly's concert? I have no one else to go with. I like, totally I love go. him. You would go, and you wouldn't like leave halfway through, or like no. roll your eyes, or be bored. Of course not. But I love all live music. I would, I, I would have gone to his concert. But like, I'm before. questioning it now because I know that you are ultimately a cool girl. You're a cool wife. You're yeah. a cool mom. You're a cool business partner. You, you eat a lot of shit that yeah. you don't have to. Yeah. And so, I'm just questioning it. Let you know? me vow to you from this moment on, <laughs> I will only be authentic. No, but I am. I'm very authentic with you. So, but is that? Without pretense. Yeah, but we're, like, we're just lucky. So, I mean, we have to, like, but that's not true for, like, our relationships. You know what I mean? Like, Right. But, and that's why I was saying, like, earlier, so do you just hope that you end up with someone or that you interact and have relationships with people that ha- that are like you, that are, you know, interested in the same stuff as you, that have the same values? And I think that's why maybe we do see a lot of people, um, you know, why interfaith marriages are, are such a unicorn mm-hmm. because that is weird. Yeah. Because how can you be with someone that, you know, doesn't... Fundamentally yeah. thinks why you're here on this earth is different. Yes. From yes. why you think you're here on this earth. Yeah. And why you see a lot of, like, you you know, even interracial marriages mm-hmm. and things like that, like, we do look at that and say, wow, that's different because and you that, have two different backgrounds, you know? Right. Like, the whole opposites attract. Do they attract because... If you come into a relationship believing you're opposite, then you allow each other the latitude to accept or deny what the other person is passionate about. Yeah, maybe. But a lot of us go into relationships never with that cliche opposites attract, but really 
we are a team, we're a partnership, and what he loves, I love. And who generally subjugates what they love more? It's the wife. It's the wife, for sure. I don't think there's men that are like, she is passionate about scrapbooking, stickers, and crafts. So I went to the store. I bought every sticker they had. I've I've researched scrapbooks. I know the clasps. I know the pages. I know how to, like, I'm just going to, like, bring this home. I think there are men like that. Yeah. But we don't hold that up as the pinnacle of what every man should try to be. Yes. We do not put that standard on them. We look at men like that as weak, metro, Mm-hmm. Balls in their purse. Yeah. And that's horrible for men and even worse for women. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have somehow as a society set up that if men relegate what they like for the to like what the women in their lives like, they're somehow weak. But if a woman does it, she's somehow more desirable. And that ultimately we've just solved sexism. Yep. Done. And podcast outro by the lips. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> but I think we did answer the question of is this a feminist concept, cool girl, or is it misogynist? And a hundred percent. It's misogynist. Yeah. So, you know, I think our hope is that we can ourselves shake a little bit of that cool girl syndrome and not try so hard to well, be that. And to to recognize that our value and our worth is not dependent on the flavor of the week or the man we're in love with because ultimately we want to I think we go into every relationship thinking I want to be like his one you know I want to be the one that got away even if you know what I mean like even Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out or like you just want to have impact and you know find someone that you resonate with but we change and we evolve yep so who I resonated with at 20 is going to be very different than who I resonate with now. I would say with the uh, like vast growth we've had in the past two years, who we would have resonated with three years ago right. is vastly different from who yeah. we would like be drawn to now. Do you know what's so interesting is I saw a quote the other day on somebody's Instagram story, and I wish I could find it, but it was basically the gist of it was a grandfather – um, it was at, it, it was a guy actually saying, like, my grandpa said this to me at my grandma's funeral. Um, I feel like in the 70 years we were together, whatever it was, I got to love 20 different women because your grandma had so many different interests and she changed so much and we were t- together for so long. And I love that I got to love the 20 different incarnations of her as a soul and as a person. And like that was really moving to me because I can definitely relate to that. I feel like I've been at least six or seven different people in yeah. my life. And, and do you feel guilty when you become a different person? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I hate it. Because me, like, go back, go back, go back, go back. Yeah, it was so much can't. easier, so much simpler. Yeah, but you can't. Because when I hear of that phrase of that grandpa saying that about his wife, like, Instead of, like, being moved by it, like, he allowed her all that growth. I think he has turned her evolution as a human being into something like, every guy wants to have 70 women. You know, every guy wants 15 girls. I got to have the same freaking cool girl concept. Whore in the bedroom, angel in the kitchen. I got to love 20 women. And I still look like a great guy. You know, that's yeah. what bugs me. I guess because I we don't even it like, like flip it that way. Like we don't say I married a skinny, dumb, 
you know, like Ernest Bird, and he became a financial tycoon. No one says to us, you got to love 20 different men in your lifetime. They don't even, they're just like, you're lucky you kept him. You know, you're lucky he kept you. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to choose to look at that quote in the the way I originally You're right. I'd love to rip it apart. (laughs) (laughs) That I, I was moved that he embraced the many different iterations of her personality or her interests or her life because... But I also understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's kind of like deathbed confession. Because the truth is, I think most men, if we were to ask them and pull them in here, which we didn't because we're so furious. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. If we were to bring like any like man that we love, we know, yeah. into in this room and say, they would be like, oh, absolutely. I want my wife to evolve and change and follow her passions. And, you know, I give her all the latitude. As long as it doesn't affect my dinner my financial security, my choices in how we spend our money, my choices in how we vacation, my choices in career, my choices in how our children are raised, my choices in where we live. Like you can become all the woman you want to be, but just don't let it ever impinge on my good time. Yeah, change my life. Yeah, because I I married you for one thing, and I certainly don't want to have to adapt to something else. Yeah. And I think we all inherently believe that. And so we toe the line and we go back to cool girl every time. Like, oh, I'm, oh, 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 we had a miscommunication. Yeah. Oh, yes, I did have Bunko. But, oh, I understand. Nope, it's bowling night for you. Bunko. Bunko. It's Bunko. Who, Who cares? I roll chagrined. Go. Bowling, please. Mm-hmm. Bowling league's so important. It's your time with your guys. Like, I get it, you know? Yeah. Truth is, he's been with his guys all day. Yeah. He... You know, it'll be with his guys all weekend. Yeah. And you have hadn't gotten out once, you know? But yeah. we how but many we times have you given that? For something? We had plans for something. You were supposed to be here for something. Oh. But work. This, but it was a soccer game. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah of course. Or you no, got talking. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. I get it. I it's get fine. it. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm a cool girl. I'm a cool girl. Listen, I'm not gonna complain. And the the thing that's even most fascinating is cool girl is not new. I was watching um Music Man, which was written Oh, I, I think it was 1950s. I'm going to say 1957, but Google it if I'm wrong. And, like, they're singing this whole musical number about Cool Girl. But they're not calling her Cool Girl. They're calling her Shapoopy. 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 <laughs> the girl that's hard to get. Shapoopy. Shapoopy. But you can win her yet. And they say, you know, she's got her head in the clouds, but her feet on the ground. And she doesn't kiss on the first date because that's a hussy. She makes you wait three dates. But then she's the coolest you know she never gets mad on the way to supper she, um, she never gets sore she never gets sore on her way to supper she's uh the girl you're glad you found you know she's what was the other thing they said that was like she oh she loves sex but she only loves sex with me you know like you want someone that's like mm-hmm. sexually adventurous but only with me of course like you don't yeah. want like someone that's sexually adventurous with the community <laughs> you know just with yourself so Shapoopy was in 1957, and like, what's another example of cool girl? I mean, Greece, right? hundred like, percent. Don't you think? Because Greece one, Greece two. Like yeah. Steph, like Sandy, she, was not a cool girl. She was like nerdy. She didn't like making out. She yeah. didn't like motorcycles. She didn't like black leather. Yeah, but then at the end, it's like she puts on that cat suit and she acts like she was born to wear it and she's never been happier yes sandy with the poodle skirts and the cardigans has on like 
black leather pants in the summertime and has never been happier. Yep. Tell me about it, stud. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I mean, this is what's been shoved down our throats forever, forever That, like, adapt, loosen up, adapt, and find your way. Yeah. I mean, so at the beginning of this podcast, we we played a little of one of my favorite artists, Tovlo. Tovlo. That's the actual correct pronunciation. You've been saying it like that forever. Yeah. I mean, she's Scandinavian, and so she does, like, Tovlo. Tovlo. But, but I call her Tovlo. Yeah. Um, and she has that song, Cool Girl. And even, like, the words of that, like, let's not put a label on it. Like, let's keep it fun. I can have casual sex. Yeah. I don't expect commitment. I don't expect, like, you to define it. Like, who does that? Lame girls. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm a cool girl. I want to be free like you. Yeah, I'm just free. I'm adventurous. Like, whatever you tell me, let's not put a label on it. I'll just, I'm here. Let's make it fun. I'm fun. I'm cool. I'm yeah. a cool girl. And I like to think, because I, I do know that she's, like, a feminist. Hundred percent. And so, like, I know that it's a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing, and just she's, you know, laying it out there. Yeah, she's being totally facetious like, about being a cool but girl. But it's it's a catchy damn song, and mm-hmm. I love it. And we are all, we all have elements of cool girl in us. We really do. I think all women do. And and cool girl elements of cool girl doesn't mean like elements that like love beer and sexually adventurous and like, love Doritos yeah. like love them or not that's just who you are elements of wanting deeply passionately to change what we like because the men we love like it more yeah to accommodate to accommodate yeah. the people we love in our life yeah. not just not men. just men women too and our kids we do it with our kids too but we know that it's not required for balanced relationships because we are in a balanced, non-romantic, <laughs> please, Lord, non-romantic relationship. But I feel um, like where our passions dovetail, it is absolutely authentic. Yeah, absolutely. And so when you tell me you like Machine Gun Kelly, I know you're not just saying it because you know to, like, make me so happy. Yeah. that It's because you've, like, found a part of you that resonates with that part of me. Yeah. And that's ultimately what we want in our relationships. But are we getting it? Right. Cool girls cool is girls. being cool, costing us true intimacy. Yeah, and and authentic authenticity. Because ultimately, we want to be in relationships where we're authentic, but we're we're seen, we're heard, we're loved, and we are evolving. Yeah. And that's that's. So we just never want being cool to be at the cost. Of being seen. Yeah, so can we, like, change the name? Because, like, I think all of our girls are cool. Like, genuinely yeah. think they're so cool. Like, all of our beauty labbers, all of Team BLL, like, like all of our people, they're cool girls. So, like, this cool girl thing, quote, unquote, yeah. like, we've got to change it to, like, Well, cool girls know. has become synonymous with pretending. And pretending is not equivalent to open yeah. or curious. Pretending yes. is... Is like disingenuous. Disingenuous. It's saying I don't. I'm not even recognizing what I may or may not like. It's irrelevant because you like it. Therefore, I love it. Yeah. So, that I mean, that's that's the cool girl. We. I would love to hear what our beauty lovers. Yeah. So to answer the question, is cool girl like ultimately misogynistic or feminist? We've said it's misogynistic. Yes. And that is it. We've solved. We solved sexism. (laughs) 
Thank you. You are welcome. So, hey, you're welcome, and good luck with the rest of the world's problems. <laughs> we, we podcast once a week. <laughs> so I think that we should talk about our, our Just the Tip. Just right? the Tip is kind of a pitfall for cool girls, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so usually our Just the Tip is... You know, something related to like skincare or treatments or things that we've had like epiphanies on during the week, like as both customers and owners of Beauty Lab. Yes. But our just the tip this week is, um, it's like a what would you say? Like it's a, it's a warning, a cautionary, <laughs> a cautionary tale yeah. Or, I don't know. Words of caution. Words of caution. There's been a lot in the news lately about, um, you know, girls disappearing and being murdered, but um. We've looked at some of the circumstances surrounding these, and like our tip this week is just be safe out there, beauty labbers. Like, be brave, be independent, be the women you were born to be, be everything we know you are. Don't be reckless. Don't be reckless. There's a difference between being cautious and being afraid, Uh living in fear or living in truth. But we can't put blinders on and pretend that there's not evil in the world. Like, Mass media has shown us that evil exists, and it's very real, and it's very local. So let's look at it. what would be a, um, a reckless decision. Um, going to a park with a stranger at 3 in the morning, getting dropped off there. And we're, yeah, we're going to say, well, I'm... Regardless of what was promised to you, there is no payoff that is worth... Putting yourself in a situation, yeah. With strangers and not telling anyone where you're going. Yeah. You know... It's just, that's reckless. It's reckless. And there's there's so much that ties into this. But So our tip is essentially be open with your friends. Talk to your friends. If you're meeting up with sugar daddies and you have shame about it, it doesn't matter. Like, stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, tell someone who you're meeting, why you're meeting them. Get your friend's opinion. You know? Tell people where you're at. Make choices about situations that are smart. And know your value. Yeah. The more valuable you are, the more standards you'll put on what people must do in order to be with you. Absolutely. So if I value myself, I'm going to say, yeah, I just got home from a long trip. Maybe I would love to like hook up at 2 a.m., but I've never met you before. It's 2 a.m. I'm not going to meet you at a park. I'm not going to, you know, not ask questions and I'm not going to not tell anyone. And that's not to... We're not victim blaming. Oh, never. Are you kidding? Because reckless or not... To murder someone is yeah. Wrong. You're not. You're allowed. Care, yeah. Yeah. I don't care how reckless someone's being. You don't murder someone. But we have to stay woke. Like who we present to be online, is not who we are, and who we trust with our bodies and our souls and our presence has to be worthy of it. Yeah. Totally. So know your worth. Be safe. Be safe, beauty labbers. We love you. Watch out for your friends. Yeah, our business depends on you. Like, you can support and put in safeguards without being judgmental or, you know, legislating morality. But in this day and age of relationships that really form and are, like, established before we actually even see each other Mm face-to-face, be cautious. Be cautious. And stay woke. And that's our tip for the week, beauty labbers. We love you, and we want... Um, we want you to be safe. Yep. And just stick around because you're the coolest in the best way. <laughs> you're cool girls. You're cool girls. But in the good way. It, you're the good. Not in the fake yeah, way. You're the good cool, cool girl. All right. So you know what's not cool? Our bash of the week. 
This not per- cool. This person sucks. So, um, our beauty lab bash of the week is Gabe Ryan Gilbert, 19 years old. You're an idiot and just a terrible person. Um, he, <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't have a nice heart and is not judgmental. <laughs> and there's growth. Growth is available to everyone, Gabe. No, hear me out. Listen, so this guy has um, had an uh, arrest warrant issued for him last week. Um, He had been charged with contacting young girls on social media and threatening to photo edit nude images of them if they would not send him real nude photos. So basically, he was on Snapchat. He would, like, be snapping rando little 15-year-old girls and then... That made the cut. (laughs) Yes, that made the cut. And demanding that they send him nude photos and if they didn't comply he would say well i'm gonna photoshop your head onto this naked body and send it out oh and he was doing even worse things he was also telling them that if he didn't if they didn't send him nude photos he was gonna send um like thugs and molesters to their house and they would and if a girl like owes to deny him or or call him on his bluff and say yeah go for it do it he would up the ante yeah. And send them Google Street Maps of their exact location, their exact address, or their snap location yeah. or whatever. But Everybody he would go zone ghost in. Mode. Please go on ghost mode. And he would say, within one minute, I'll, if you don't send me those real nudes, within one minute. Yeah. And then he would send them um, images of showing that he knew their name and exactly where they were located. Yeah. So we just assumed it was Snapchat location. I mean, that's got to be what it is. I mean, and I think they have found over 50 young women who he's done this to. Between the ages of 15 and 17. And Gabe, I, I mean, she's calling him a person and a man, but he's 19. He's young. But, you know. No, I'm sorry. Still no excuse. Do not make excuses for him. His age is no excuse. I can't help it. I love all the men. <laughs> I know. But do you know what? Don't be cool about this. <laughs> I'm not going to be a cool girl, Gabe. I'm going to say, I'm not going to send you a nude because I'm not cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And, and well, I mean, this story just gets even better. So, um, and by better, I mean worse. So, um, so now at this point, it's basically trafficking child pornography. Yes. Because yeah. he's doing these images and it's extortion, uh-huh. sextortion. It's a very specific yeah. crime. And then also, um, it's a $500,000 arrest warrant that crosses, I think, does it cross? I mean, it's a half a million dollars bounty on this guy's head. Yeah. So, anyway, um, police went to his house and the mom was like, no, he's not here, and, like, I'm not going to tell you where he is. Um, you're well, also our beauty lab bash. Yeah, PS, mom. Mom. Like, you, do you have daughters? Yeah. Like, come on. Anyway, so they, it wasn't too hard to find out where he was, because guess where he was? Where was he? He was in Mexico. And guess what he was doing in Mexico? Girls Gone Wild. Nope, he sure wasn't. He was serving an LDS mission. Oh, so the mom did know where he was. Yes. She'd actually emailed him prior that day. Exactly. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Precisely. Awesome. So um, he's, he obviously got sent home from his mission and um, now is, you know, awaiting sentencing. Awaiting sentencing. And the investigators have asked that if he does make bail, 500000 or is released from custody, that he'd not be allowed to access any electronic devices they Firmly believe this guy is a menace to society, as he is. Yeah. And kudos to the girls that turned him in. Like, major, you should be our beauty lovers of the week, but you got usurped by someone else. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Honorary. And moms, protect your daughters and your sons. You know, like, if girls are sending unwarranted images and if 
if girls are thinking that they can't go to their mom, like I've had a lot of these girls wanted to ask their mom, yeah. and they were scared. Oh, my mom will take away my phone yep. and shut down I'm Snapchat. Get in trouble. Yeah. And the truth is, it's not Snapchat that's at fault. You know, it's a sick. It's a predator. A predator. Like, thank you. A predator. Ew. Barf, 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 Gabe. Yeah, you're gross, and you are our beauty lab bash. You suck. Yeah, and there's a big need for like photoshopped images in the world that like. Yeah, apply, on, apply, your yeah. <laughs> apply your gifts. Apply your gifts in the right way. All right. So let's end on a, a positive note here. Let's talk about our Beauty Labber of the Week. Okay. This is uh, All the Feels Beauty Labber of the Week. It's Corey Coco Goff. She was um, the youngest player in Wimbledon tournament, and she easily beat five-time Wimbledon champion in straight sets, Venus Williams. Now, there are some significant uh comparisons to Coco's story and Venus's story. It's not just the David versus Goliath, which is, you know, obviously right. awesome. Yeah. But this 15-year-old is also from Delray, Florida. They trained at many of the same facilities, and she's also African-American. She's young. <clears throat> you know, she's she is basically a protege or someone that has been completely inspired by Venus Williams her entire life. She's had the poster on her wall. She has, you know, ascribed to be like that was her hero. Yeah. It was her hero and her inspiration. And it was kind of a, a really beautiful passing of the torch when Coco um, had to, she had to basically beat three qualifiers to even have the opportunity to play against Venus. And when she did that, it was kind of like a dream come true. And she said, um, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. And she is so inspiring. And I always wanted the chance to tell her that. And then she gets the chance to tell her at Wimbledon, and not only to tell her that, but to tell her that after defeating her in straight sets. So it was just, if you Google it, it's just a really great heartwarming story of this young competitor coming up and kind of a symbolic passing of the torch. Um, African-American, beautiful women in tennis, you know, kind of letting the next generation take over and lead. Um, and just a little fun fact, by the time that Coco was even born in 2004, Venus had already won four Grand Slam titles, including two at Wimbledon. And then 15 so years later, yeah. she meets uh, Venus on the court and beats her. So, I mean, on mm -hmm. so many levels, this is so cool because... I mean, props to Venus. Oh. You are a badass. And like, she's a trailblazer. She is. Like, she totally is. She, she absolutely. She was like a pioneer of, of I think, um, African-American women in athletics, truly. For and, sure. And women's sponsorship yeah. and getting major labels to back you and having the, you know, the social currency to warrant, like, right. huge, huge price tags. And, like, one of the very first, like, female tennis players that really got famous. Yeah, that anyone you know? knew. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, Billie Jean, shout out to Billie Jean King, shout out to Chris Evert, shout yeah. out to... Uh, I mean, uh, I know none. I know <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. Oh, wait, no, no. <laughs> but like, Billie Jean King, three names. But I thought that Venus was so graceful with this and, like, just it was like all the good feels you cried I bet Did oh yeah yeah like a baby but like cried. it's also because it's so often in sports there's like if you're an empath like me like it's really hard to just cheer like I want my teams to win and I'm so invested in it but you feel that sense of defeat especially that yeah. awkward handshake over the yes. net yes where you like feel bad for oh. the person that just lost and you're just like oh and there was something it was just kind of this feeling you couldn't you could see it and you could feel that it was very much like she was honored to lose to her and I'm not going to cry but she was honored to lose to her and it was like everything that she had had to go through to get to that point it was like seeing it come to fruition yeah like it was not for naught it was not just for your glory it's not just everything and like it was because you are setting an example and you're leading new generations and you're you're forging new paths and new opportunities for 
not only Coco, but for like our own daughters and our daughters' daughters and for all of the talented athletic women that have ambition but see it go nowhere. Yeah. So huge Beauty Labber of the Week, Venus and Coco. Venus Let's and just Coco, share both it. of them. Yep. Share the title. Share the title of Beauty Labber of the Week. You girls are cool girls we can get behind. Yeah. That's the right Not kind of cool. Not faking cool girls. <laughs> no. The right kind of cool. The right kind of cool. No, we. that was an awesome story. I was super happy that you shared that with me. And now yeah. we've shared it with with the, with world, the world. With all of our subscribers. Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> all right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. That's the podcast. Hopefully we weren't too heavy, um, but it's, a, I think, a really important thing to talk about. And hopefully it can help start a conversation amongst all of you. We would encourage you to do that. Talk to your girlfriends about this concept. Talk to your husbands. Yeah. Yeah, because you know? a lot of times the reason we um, feel like we have to be cool girls is because we think we're in competition with each other and the other girl's going to be a cool girl. Like, I better fake that I like the chili dog and the anal sex because <laughs> otherwise she's going to say she does and he don't, he won't know the difference. <laughs> exactly. So hopefully it sparks some good conversations and we will be back uh, next week yeah. with a, with a really exciting podcast I'm, I'm stoked about. Love by Laura. Oh, Love by Laura. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yep, totally. Well, we love you. That's why we even do these is because the lab loves you, and we love sharing what we're thinking about with you. And until then, remember, life is short. By, by the, the lips. lips.